Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. The most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship. Just drilled him with a right hand, then missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platform. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions. North America wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Boss Offer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Chat Studios, the city's south side. Drive safely out there. We open up with Journey with a guy whose voice I wish I could mimic but could never get close to doing. I once won a karaoke contest at George LaRock's house, banging off Elton John. But Steve Perry, I cannot do Steve Perry if the life depended on it, let me tell you that. Uh, We've got an extra guest here as we open up uh, today's show. What is now brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex Buyer Lease, our next office network printer from the Digitex... .ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and uh, supplies. Brendan Escott is our ace producer of the show. He's a big part of things. Um, hosts when we're flying and on the road. Oh, Brendan, educate our listeners why we opened up with Steve Perry and Journey. Well, I'm sure it's hard for the listeners to believe that he turns 71 years old today. 71. And he has been estranged from the band for a while. But that is, there's actually a guy, uh, he's got over a million views for a version of Open Arms. He's got a little bit of cheater going on. But there's a guy out there, and it is damn... And I'm not talking about uh, the Filipino fellow, Ari, Ariel Pinata or whatever his name was. This is a, uh, an older guy, a gentleman in his... Got to be in his 60s or 70s. He's got an unbelievable voice. He can get close to doing Steve Perry. Uh, Ryan Jesperson is in studio. Uh, is there... And I, I like doing this. I like throwing curveballs right at, right at guys when they come in once in a while. Is there somebody that you can come... Because, you know, you have some talent. You have a big voice, as oh, we've geez. seen at the order... Uh, at, I don't know how you can do that. There's certain things, like I could not do Gene Principe's job, okay? Gene's are, first of all, Gene's a really nice man. <laughs> I'm an okay guy, but I have moments where, you know, I could be a nicer guy. You're a, you're a decent man, Bob I'm a, Well, thank you. Yes, 
Yes, thank you. Thank you for that. But no, like, there, and the other thing is, uh, what, what's your first? What do I call you? Event host? Uh, in yeah, in game host. In game host. Yeah. Is there? Have you ever been challenged at a karaoke contest or something like that? Can you bang out a voice off of the top? Oh of your head? boy! Is it? Does it have to sound like the actual singer, or can I just kill the song? Well, can you kill a song? Yeah, I can kill a song. I can kill Annie's song by John Denver. Come on, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. You lift up my uh, okay. senses, well, right? That's and, not. But but if I have to actually sound like a singer, that's not too. That's not too far off. Oh yeah, no, I'll bring down the house with Annie's song, John Denver, because everybody's doing rock and roll, right? Right. Or, or, you know, like I think Garth Brooks, uh, Friends in Low Places, sure. is, a, is a karaoke go-to. Uh, Tiny Dancer. What was your Elton John song at Big George's house? The uh, the English, or the the Lady Diana version. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, A Candle in the Wind. Yes. You're, try, you're and, trying to make people was, cry? Was, oh, yeah. And it was the like, Lady Die version. And it, and it was hilarious because all these guys were chirping me, right? And, yeah. then, and then they just shut up after about seven seconds. And my wife's like, yeah, I think you got the right tone and pitch going there. Just Attaboy. keep going. So we just let it rip. But I mean, you know, and he's obviously an immensely talented guy. As opposed to myself, who's marginally talented in that regard. So you, that was that was not bad on John Denver. Yeah, I can do a little. I can do a little Axl Rose, but it's really? not great. It's not going to sound good right now. So you can f- you can you can hit a higher pitch then, is what you're oh, saying. Sure. Whereas oh, I yeah. have to have more of a deeper resonant tone. I've going. Got, I've got, my, my range would, would you know Mariah Carey and I, Bob. It just depends on how well greased I am, and it's only ten afternoon right now. Don't ask so. me about the 1994 New York Rangers. Then, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all rumors. There's no truth. It's all rumors yeah. and conjecture. Yes. Uh, yeah. All right. Hey, uh, look. Uh, we can have some fun with this at uh, 780-496-0063 on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Ashley Fine Floors, uh, strong enough for any mini sticks tournament. Give me a song. And I, I, I'd like to know from our listeners, have you ever been challenged in a karaoke contest or something that you can actually think you can pull off? Because I I, I, I think there might be two or three songs that constantly might, the uh, the friends in uh, low places, that is one that I have heard often. That's a go-to. Yeah. I had a friend, uh, Craig McKay. Uh, he's a lawyer uh, with uh, Robinson LLP. Uh, he could do Steppenwolf. Oh, yeah. Born to be wild. He, yeah. was, he was pretty decent at that, and that's about as much talent as he had. I'd be okay if if I didn't hear 500 Miles uh, one more time. By the Proclaimers? By the Proclaimers. That's that's kind of a, a karaoke one that I think has been beat to death. Yeah? Yeah. It just depends. I mean, people are, you know, if you need strength in numbers, you need a song that does well as a duet. So that's one I think that gets trotted out. Yeah. Uh, what's that? Bob's uh, Bob Seger did the original version. Oh, yeah. Kenny Rogers, uh, Sheena Easton. Okay. Well, what the, somebody know somebody's got to know it. Uh, oh man, it was. There's lots of good Kenny Rogers tunes too. Yeah. Well, obviously the Gambler. But I know I'm thinking of the one that that uh, Rogers did the remake of of the Bob Seger song from. Uh, oh, we've got tonight. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> That's there's another one. We got to. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can, yeah. I cannot do that one. Uh, look, uh, I gotta look. I, you still skate? Do you still play hockey once? Oh yeah, I'm playing today. What are the what time are you on the ice at? At three o'clock today. Okay, what what are the boys saying about this whole Kachuk uh, thing? With uh, is there? There's only one right opinion on this. There's only you can't have more than one opinion on. Isn't your whole show based on having a multitude of opinions? Well, now I have to be consistent, Bob. Now I have to be yeah. consistent all of a sudden. Right. No, of course there's different. I mean, put it this way. Uh, can can we all agree that that Matthew Kachuk is is hated for the same reason that uh, in Edmonton I should say for the same reason that Cassian's hated in Calgary and that is that the fan bases would love to have those players on their teams. Well, we should have had Matthew Kachuk on the team, but yeah, the general know, the manager at the time thing. didn't want to listen to anybody. But everybody said. I mean, even 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 uh, Brian Burke said that they would have taken Pulley RV over. Well, actually, Kachuk. they offered the Oilers a trade. Right. 
The Oilers had to take back a bad contract. They offered them a good player. What was play- the deal? Well, uh, Come on, get into it. This is Oilers now. Let's just say Edmonton could have had Michael Backlund, but they had to take Dennis Weidman back for a flip of the picks, and then another, the Oilers had to offer up another pick as well. And okay. the issue with Weidman is he had just come off the incident with uh, Donnie Henderson, yeah. where he assaulted the official. Yeah, it wasn't good. Last year of his deal, uh, Weidman only played one more year in the NHL at last and final season. $5 million cap hit at that time. Backlund, I don't think Calgary had extended yet. Uh, and the orders were going to have to offer up a second rounder as well. Backlund's been on team-friendly deals his whole career, though. Yeah, and very, Would that create a logjam, though, in your second and third lines? I, I mean, think, does I think, Nuge automatically stay on the left I wing think, then? Or? I, don't, I, I don't think they knew how good. I mean, remember, we're talking 2016. Were they sure that Leon Dreisaitl was going to be as good as he turned out to be? Like, nobody saw at the start of the 16-17 season Leon Dreisaitl being a 77-point guy in the NHL. I know he had 50 points the year before. Yeah. Uh, mind you, had they kept Taylor Hall... With that's another conversation for another time. Might have been, uh, you know, if Hall had just played with Drysaddle all year in 16 17, I think they both would have had 80 plus points. Like, I, I genuinely believe that given how good they were the year before. Uh, back to back to Cal. Yeah, let me give you a real yeah. answer. Yeah. I, I mean, the real answer is I, I think that, that Oilers fans despise Matthew Kachuk because to a certain degree they respect what he does. And we've had players like that on the Oilers in past. Yeah. I mean, I lo- used to love how Rafi Torres would run around and take him. But you know what? Torres would, would fight as well. He would fight. And, and so that's a difference, right? And we've seen that from other players in past. Um, as far as I'm concerned, Bob, and you know me, I don't. I, I'm open to other people's opinions, but my opinion is that fighting has a place in hockey. I think it'd be a disaster if fighting was taken out of hockey. I think it's too bad that fights are down in hockey. I'm a guy that appreciates the role that the good nobody plays. nobody turns off the TV, Ryan, when there's a fight and says, "Watch what oh, happens. Look what happens at Rogers Place. Place goes nuts. It goes nuts. Right. I, I always say, oh, look at this. More people that hate fighting in hockey as 18,000 people." Stand but, up but you know, seats. we're Albertans where we actually like real beef. Well, not, not, what was that thing you were talking about before? The plant-based meatball. Give it's me not a, a meatball if yeah. it's plant-based. Stop calling it a meatball. Yeah, it's I'm not a, a thing. So I'm an Albertan. I like real beef. So, Let's just establish that, right? Hey, oh, but, hey, but there are many Alberta, you know, chickpea and legume producers. Let's not ignore the work okay, they're doing. I'm just saying don't call it meat. Just right. like almond milk is not milk, right? And now there's the new oat. What do they call it? Oat beverage? Oat-based beverage? It's not oat milk. There's no such thing. It sounds disgusting. Uh, but to answer you very quickly, I think uh, Zach Cassian was a rock star in his uh, in his news yeah. conference after, where he said, "I would do it again." Uh, I'm looking forward to the 29th, but I don't think that it's going to be some crazy mitts I'm off with, in the first. I, I- well, you know what? That's what should happen. What should happen is Matthew Kachuk should square up first shift of the game. Sure. I was watching Anson Carter with Keith Jones on NBC, and they addressed this issue, and Anson Carter point blank said what Matthew Kachuk did was wrong. He referenced Keith Kachuk. Now, ironically, Brendan, I'm going to ask you to tweet this out. Uh, back in 1994, Keith Kachuk stuck Brendan Shanahan in the face. Like, basically speared him in the face and opened him up. So what do you think Brendan Shanahan went looking for a little bit later on in the game? And guess who turtled? Keith Kachuk. A guy who I always thought squared up. And you can look it up on YouTube. Just type up Kachuk and Shanahan, Brendan. Fire that one out from Oilers. Now, I mean, it's really interesting because my when I think of Keith Kachuk, I think of him fighting in the 1996 World Cup. And I, think of all, I mean, even in as late as 2008, he was fighting guys in the NHL that were above his weight class. But that one time when he stuck Shanahan, because Shanahan was big and tough. He could oh, really, yeah. he could play. But he, And ironically, of course, Kachuk would later end up in St. Louis. This is in Winnipeg when he did it. Um, if it's me, if I was if I was Matthew Kachuk, I'd go in the pregame warm-up and I'd tell Cassian, tell your coaches, start you, I'll fight you in the opening draw. 
and just get it over and done with, and then we can go play hockey. I wish that's the way it was. Maybe I'm living in the wrong time. I don't know. I, I wish it was the way that it was too. And and I'd love to see the coaches let that happen. And and people are right. I mean, you know, people that say, well, he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to fight. He doesn't have to fight. It's like he doesn't have to fight, but he does have to fight, right? Like if you if you suggest he doesn't have to fight, you're kind of the you know. And and sorry, Bob, it's it's not my show here. So that's I guess okay. I, can, I can throw I can I can say something and light a fire and then walk out of the room. But if if you don't think he has to fight, quite frankly, you don't understand hockey. You haven't played hockey, and you don't. Get it because he does have to fight and he can't keep doing this his whole career or guys are going to keep doing what Cassian did. Now I will say this, Cassian did already lay down a beating. He already did. He served a suspension. A lot of people, I think for all intents and purposes, you asked what the boys are saying in the dressing room. Some guys are saying, it's already a done deal. Yeah. It's done. You talked about bad blood there, Bob. Yeah, no, and you know what? It happened last year, too. I mean, last year in Calgary, uh, the day after they traded Ryan Stroman, a stupid trade that the coaches did not want to make, uh, day after they traded Strom, team was in a very emotional place, and uh, Leandro Eisaitl, in fairness to Matthew Kachuk, slew-footed him first shift of the game, knocked him on his ass, and Matthew Kachuk landed on his back and hurt himself, and he was angry and looking to stir you know what the rest of the game and uh, there was another opportunity Backlund got engaged with McDavid Kachuk took a run at, another run at dry settle Leon's you know a thick stout guy knocked Kachuk on his butt again Kachuk's like yeah I don't think I'm going to try that anymore so he went at and he went in third man in on uh, McDavid and Backlund and face washed Connor McDavid and that angered the Oilers and that's when Cassian went after him later in the second period of that game and Kachuk turtled again. Sorry, Calgary fans. You guys got to take the fight at some point. If 100%. Gonna, and if, if, I'm, gonna, if he's going to go around stirring the pot, he's got to take a fight. And if Kachuk's wearing the sweater for the team I'm playing for, I love his contributions, but I'm embarrassed at how he's handling this. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's... it's I think the players on his own team, it would not surprise me if they have spoken to him about it. 100%. So, so we'll see. But, I mean, Peros in the house in Edmonton on the 29th, that changes things, Bob. You know it. Well, does it? Why did he only give him a two-game suspension? Oh, no. I mean, because George Peros is George Peros, and he gets it. He and gets the, it. And, and the, the suspension it. ends coming off in a game against Calgary. I love it. Timing. But Cassian's not some... It's not like if Calgary, if Zach Ronaldo goes out and runs around and they lose him. It's different in Edmonton. Cassian Maybe. has real value. He does. Ronaldo is very similar, and I, this will upset some people who know Dennis Polonich. Dennis Polonich's reputation back in the late 70s, early 80s was that he was a midget goon. That's what, that's what he was called. He broke Ray Bork's jaw in a fight one time. The comment was, why is Ray, Bite, Ray, Ray Bork fighting Dennis Polonich? Uh, Zach Ronaldo is the closest thing we have to that in the NHL right now. He's a, he's that sort of antagonist, and he will fight anybody because he has to to stay relevant in the NHL. And, and there's one where Cassian can't ta- and Nurse cannot take that fight against uh, against a player like Ronaldo. Good stuff. Uh, hey, what's what's that thing called again? Plant based meat? No, is don't that- even get me started on that. It's 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 agitating. You know, I, I'm fine if people want to move. Like you can do whatever you want, but don't call it meat. It's not meat. It's not a plant based meatball. There's no such thing. That's all. And we take on the we take on the tough stuff, Bob. There we go. All right. Uh, when we come back, we'll get to NHL today. That's Ryan Jesperson, and this is Oilers Now. Hi, this is Jajar Kara from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 6:30. Chad. In a word, yes, Jajar Kara would be back in the lineup for me. Calgary, St. Louis, Calgary. I'd have him in. Time to put up or shut up. All right, here we go. Uh, this is Oilers Now. Welcome back to the show. Coming up on today's show, 12.35 today from the NHL Network, Brian Lott. 105 from the Cult of Hockey, David Staples. 135 uh, to talk about Connor McDavid. 
and to talk about the documentary that's been put together uh, courtesy of Don Metz's group. This was all done. Out, Don Metz no longer is involved directly with the Oilers Entertainment Group. Um, the documentary on uh, Connor McDavid's going to run uh, in terms of his return to the lineup coming back from injury. One thirty-five today, we'll talk to John Shannon, our NHL insider. Uh, you can uh, call at any time on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Catch the big game February 2nd at the River Cree Resort and Casino's Super Bowl watch party. Doors open at 2, kickoff just after 4.30. Get your tickets today at rivercreeresort.com. I mentioned you can text us. We'll get to some of your texts in momentarily on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. And we go straight into the Oilers now audio vault for direct workwear. Thank you, by the way, to Ryan Jesperson for swinging by and doing what's known as a crossover on today's edition of Oilers Now. Direct workwear where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray and online at directworkwear.com. We had Scott Housen, Director of Player Development for the Oilers organization, on yesterday's edition of the show. He won't be the last manager we hear from this week. Uh, Scott Housen had this to say on whether Philip Broberg will play in North America next season. I think there's a chance. We haven't even discussed it with them yet. We haven't discussed it internally. Um, I think we want to want to let the season play out, see where he is. We're really happy with what he's doing. Uh, just the fact that he's playing regular. I mean, I mean, there's you can. There's very few 18 year olds that play in that league and play regularly in that league. And uh, I think I, I'm, I'm not. I, I'm not even sure if Oscar played regularly in that league. An 18 year old. You might know. Um, it, it's a tough league, and, and we're just happy he's playing. And then we'll we'll sit down with him, see what he wants to do. I think I think he really wanted to stay over this year. He had the option to go to Hamilton, and uh, he, I think he was just comfortable staying in. And I'm of the opinion with the Europeans, if they aren't ready to come, we should just keep him over there. And, and I, I don't know where his mindset's going to be, and where we and we're going to have a, a, a say in it as well. Uh, and when we talk to him and uh, and his agent. That's our Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct work where Scott Housen, Director of Player Development, talking about the ongoing uh, maturation of Philip Broberg. So not a guarantee that he's in Bakersfield next season to start the year. To NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing Building, tailored branded programs where your order is done on time every time. Elite Promotional Marketing last night couldn't have worked out any better for the Oilers. All the teams in the West lost, including Las Vegas, who've now played three more games in the Oilers and are tied with Edmonton in points. So all five teams in the Pacific Division within one point of one another. Vancouver leading the way tied with Edmonton. 49 games played. Canucks one more point. 58-57. to 57. Here's Brendan Escott. Alright, two games tonight Bob. Winnipeg visits Columbus and one of them. Minnesota hosts Detroit in the other. Rangers forward Chris Kreider will replace teammate Artemi Panarin at the All-Star game this weekend. Panarin dealing with an upper body issue. The Rangers also return goaltending prospect Igor Shesterkin to the AHL's uh, Hartford uh, Wolfpack. Vegas did the same with defenseman Nicholas Hag and forward Nicola Waugh. Akeem Alou, whose name has of course taken headlines in the wake of his tweets alleging abuse from Bill Peters, has signed a deal in the Czech League. The 30-year-old was a second-round pick of Chicago back in 2007. Bakersfield tried to halt a four-game losing skid at home tonight against San Jose. The Oil Kings are starting the first of three games in Saskatchewan tonight against the Swift Current Broncos and the number two ranked U Sports men's hockey team, the U of A Golden Bears. They got a home-and-home with the Calgary Dinos this weekend to start Friday at the Claire Break. And I'll be going to the game Friday. Ian Herbers will be on the show tomorrow, former Oiler, uh, both player and uh, assistant coach, who's the head coach at the University of Alberta. He'll join us on tomorrow's edition of Oilers. Now, into our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Uh, we'll start with the Chisler, a.k.a. Voice from the Past, 780-496-0063. Bob, I love Journey to open the show. Uh, the show. I even saw them live on New Year's Eve. You're definitely 
a decent guy, not chirping you, but is there any chance, uh, given your uh, love for uh, George LaRock, that you do a karaoke night and bang off some Elton John yourself? Kachuk the Turtle will not fight. And more Jesperson on the crossovers. Mix in a plant-based diet once in a while, Bob. It's time to put up or shut up. All right, there you go. Uh, more text. John from Edson says, Bob, I can nail anything by the crash test dummies or Marilyn Manson. Not sure why, but I can emulate them uh, both. Uh, that comes to us from John from Edson. Bob, don't do American Pie. The song's too long. Somebody said, text the show out of Edmonton saying, I can bang off earth, wind, and fire. Really? Uh... Britain in Wainwright says, I can nail five days in May by Blue Rodeo and anything by the Tragically Hip. Chris says, I had to do Bet Middler's Wind Beneath the Wings, uh, My Wings once. I lost a bet. It was horrific. I do do a fantastic Metallica if I don't say so uh, myself. Uh, Mark in St. Albert says, Bob. Elton John Stoffer. I can I can get verification of this if we need this. The next time we get George on, maybe in a couple of weeks from now, he will verify that I actually won the award uh, once or twice. Uh, Dustin A.K., born in a Gretzky jersey. I agree with your take on J. Uh, uh, G. Time to put up or shut up. He could be a strong part of the bottom six if he finds a level of consistency. Uh, however, a quick look at his puck IQ stats shows he's played over 31% of his time against elite competition. That's not a role he's apt to succeed in, especially given the bottom six mates he's played with. Tip has done a masterful job in deployment this year, but I submit that's an area of improvement for the coach that could see strong gains for this respective player. There you go. And it's not a question of just having care. Uh, I'm not saying Kara needs to fight. I'm saying he needs to play more consistently and bring something to the table. And there's been games where he's been really quiet. I actually think there is a player in Jujar Kara. Many of you don't, but I think there's something there with the guy. Just got to bring it. All right. Keep the text coming. Uh, love it. We're having fun today. Brian Lawton from the NHL Network when we return on orders now after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.